Here we go. Yes, yes. We'll get paid for that. <laughs> Put away that repent, And thou shalt be saved. Yeah. yeah, welcome back to another Off the Books podcast. Well, how you doing, people? <laughs> welcome to Alathia Radio, home of these two guys in front of you, hopefully expanding on some new things this year and getting ready for God's hands to move. Yeah, not just expanding. Yes, yeah. not just expanding physically in these own bodies, <laughs> but expanding <laughs> as a as a ministry. Yes, get Amen ready to that because it's going Amen. down. Amen to that. Join so, us, like us. Yes, pray for us. Pray for yes, definitely pray, pray for, for us. us. Yes, um, Facebook, Instagram at Alethia Radio, A L E T H E I A. Yep. Also, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Yeah, and coming soon, websites. Websites. AlethiaRadio.com will be up and running shortly, along with Off the Books Podcast. Dot com. Dot yeah. com. Amen. Wait for that. Can't wait for that. Um, yes. We're talking about knowledge today. Knowing, knowledge. Knowing your knowledge or knowing, knowing knowledge. knowledge, right? Yes. How do you know knowledge? Do you know-know knowledge? That's a no-no. That's probably a no-no for most of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so let's man. get in. And on that note. On that note. It's time for Alethia Radio's own off-the-books news at 8 o'clock. Giving you the goods on everything that's happening in the world from a Christian perspective. Brought to you by two handsome fellas that you probably don't want to stare at for too long, but you're willing to listen to. Yeah. Yes! So, interesting enough. See, this was really bizarre to me. I just have to... I actually saved this on uh, social media because it was just... It was a lot. It was a lot. What? But uh, so, um, yeah, so apparently um, Kamala Harris was, uh, she, um, she, she described the liberty and pursuit of happiness area of the, as the Constitution as a, as a justification for abortion. Say what? Yeah, yeah. She just, you know what? You want to make sure I'm, uh, I'm hooked up over there because yeah. I think this is something that the world. Are you? Which are you hooked up on your computer? Or are you hooked up on your phone? Um, I think I'm hooked up on my computer, but that's okay. I can uh, quickly okay. disconnect from that and give you guys the goods right now. So yeah. this is quite interesting. Yeah. So um, yeah, she she was she, this a conference she was at, or I know she just recently went to the border. Yes. Well, she went the outskirts of the border. She, she went made, on she the border did, of she, the border. She went to the border of the border. <laughs> exactly. And it was only about uh, climate change, I think, too, right? Yeah, they were changing climate things by not doing anything to change climate when they were there. That was interesting, which is it's just constantly the argument. So here it goes. All right. Okay, ready? Yep. America is a promise. America is a promise. Say it one more time. It is a promise Preach. of freedom and liberty. Not for mm-hmm. some, That's right. but yeah. for all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a promise we made in the Declaration of Independence. That we are each endowed with the right 
to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Wait, wait. Now this is this has to do with thank you, Bright abor- Yeah, <laughs> abortion. Yeah. She, so what she <clears throat> what she broke it to, basically. Okay, I, mean, I have the she didn't. I lie. have the right. She didn't lie about anything she no, said no, there. That's no, all in the declaration. Yeah, well, that's how, you, that's how you get deceived. Okay, yeah. We're going to talk. We're going to yeah, get yeah. there. That's how you get deceived. But it, it's basically like, hey, okay, I have the right to have a good life. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. And what? Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, I don't care what branch of party she's from. I don't. I don't care. You could be. There's, there's, there's smart people everywhere. I really don't care. But she's very bad at her job, and <laughs> and she's yeah. and she's not very good at the speaking part of her job, and I think you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, um, so you you arouse people by raising the volume and literally saying nothing that they haven't heard already. Yeah, promises. Yeah, I heard promises. Yeah, she says we made promises. De- Declaration of Independence made promises. And in those promises, yep, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There were promises. Yeah, I promise you. I promise you, there was promises. <laughs> I mean, okay, you know, you know, life, liberty, and the pursuit. Yeah, Maverick has a good song, "Promises" too, but that didn't, you know. So anyway, so what she's saying is that that pursuit of happiness mm. ensures. You're right to have an abortion because if you'll get an abortion, it'll make you happy that that's what America's all about. Or or, or if it's going to affect your happiness by having a child. Yeah, which I still don't understand how abortion is viewed as something that'll make you happy. I don't know one woman, I mean, I've seen them on TV, but I don't know one woman personally who had an abortion was like, I am so happy I just left that facility. I don't think that's a realistic thing. Yeah, and then to and then to incorporate happiness with something as tragic as 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 that, that's bizarre. Yeah, especially coming from her, because she's a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> she said it. I didn't say it. She said, it. "I'm not saying anything." No, wrong. but it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because Catholics don't normally think like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, oh. well, non-practicing. Oh, Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Kamala, 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 Kamala. Chameleon. Chameleon. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, we just Boy George. Boy, Boy, Boy George is prophetic. Look at that. <laughs> man, he, man. Kamala Harris is a chameleon. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, also, we. I mean, we have some sports news, right? We got some of that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, well, the playoffs happened. Don't ask me for sports. Yeah. Chiefs made it in. Kansas City. Mahomes got injured. So hope he's good for next week. Uh, Mahoney? Mahomes. Mahomes. He's a quarterback. For yeah, that's camp. the coolest name in the world, by yeah, the way. Mahomes. That's his last name. Who that guy's Mahomes, man? Yeah, it's, it's Mahomes, bro. It's Mahomes. That's Mahomes. Yeah, and then uh, Eagles destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Eagles, Eagles destroyed him. Uh, and who else played? Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati killed the Bills. I was hoping for the Bills. I really wanted the Bills to to win. I they were actually uh, supposed to win. The, my favorite the team. My favorite team is KFC. <laughs> KFC. Yeah. Finger licking good. <laughs> it's finger licking good. The KFC chicken scored a goal. Yeah. And they're moving on to the playoffs. Yeah. And then the 49ers, The Forty Nineers won. So it's it's Forty Nineers that are left. Uh, Kansas City 
Eagles and uh, Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not completely oblivious to football. I do love yeah. football. I just don't follow it as much. I like it towards the end here. Like, you know, during the season, I'm not like all into it watching. Oh, my, I like I got, playoffs. I, I like watching that, the playoffs. That know every single name of every single team player. Yeah, I'm not. I don't, you know. I don't follow. I'm like, like yeah, name all the prophets. I used to. The, name all the prophets in the Bible. Yeah, I used to. I, I did. I, I was like, yeah. I loved it. I f- totally fanatic. But it's not as important to me anymore. Like, I was big um, early 2000s in, in, in baseball and in football, too. And then, like, I was just like, I just want to seek the Lord. I don't need these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until the World Cup came, too. I was like, oh, I, was all, yeah. I was all about the World Cup. Uh-huh. Too, Everybody you know? was like. In, oh, that was crazy this year. Yeah. It's been a good year for sports, so. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it, man. Any, anything else interesting? Did Joe Biden do anything crazy lately? No. I mean, no. they found some more documents, but none of that's re- You know, the the only thing about that that bothers me is, like, what is a, what is the documents? So they say documents. Sorry, there's six documents. Yeah. But. but oh, no, no. They say, they say almost ten. Okay. I don't, was but, it like nine but, and a half but documents? But each document can contain thousands of pages. That's a lot of documentation. I'm just saying, like, it could. You just don't know what it's about. So instead of saying, like, almost 10 documents, they should say, well, close to 68 or 8,500 pages, pages of right, of, document, of that documentation. That puts a whole new yeah. perspective on it. Yeah. And yeah. what is it about? Yeah. You know? I was going to get into, like, the, the insanity of the Republicans right now, like, being so split and just at each other's throats. And I'm just like... It's healthy politics, though. It is, because it, to, it happens you know, everywhere. It, it's healthy politics. Let them... Let them uh, Clean house. I, I guess. feel like I feel like we're like the the old da- Japanese dude in the Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. He's like, let them fight. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, right. I love that guy. That's right. like the greatest line in the world too. Yeah. And he plays such a great character in every single movie, and he's always the most memorable one. I envy him. I want to be in a Godzilla movie next. Godzilla, Gojira, Gojira. Yeah, that's actually the real pronunciation of we. Yeah, us Americans butchered that one again. Yeah, my kids used to be into those those movies. Uh, kids, I used to be into. Yeah, I, I was never Saturday even the old morning. ones. It was, yeah, but it was just like it was too yeah, fake for me. Exactly. Well, it was like not for me. Not it was for me. too fake for me. So I, I was into morning, it. If you lived in New York tri-state area, Saturday morning, Channel Five, they used to have like Monster Mania. They do from like eleven o'clock to five o'clock in the afternoon. I was watching Saturday uh, Kung Fu. That's what I was. That watching. was before Godzilla would come on Saturday Channel Five. Be Kung Fu Theater. Yeah. So that, and then, so after that, I didn't watch Godzilla. I went outside and practiced my Kung Fu. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I did. I used to break branches. You know what I used to love breaking? Uh, parts of the house. <laughs> I know. I, I used to get reason. in trouble. Sheetrock, you yeah, go right through dude, it. I used to get in uh, trouble all the time with that. Yeah. It's like, why are there holes in the fence? Because I punched through it. <laughs> Look at him, right. Bruce Lee. Now I'm White Lotus today, baby. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh gosh, we're gonna do a um, yeah, Alethea Radio uh, scriptural kung fu theater one day. I think. Oh, that would be great. That'll be good. That'd yeah. be pretty good, right? Yeah, we'll call it Fist of John the Baptist or something. Uh, the Martial Arts of the Word. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, we could totally we could sell that. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. that'll be so great. It'd be like Jesus. How good is your kung John fu? and the disciples versus like all the Pharisees? How, yeah, how how good is your kung fu? Yeah. And Jesus would be like, you know, not of mine. <laughs> you know, you know like, yeah. he just tear you up. That's it. Jesus always wins. So yeah. the battle's already won. You know who's going to win. Yes, the battle's already won. So. Yeah. Knowledge. All right, knowledge. So yes. knowledge 
and wisdom. I mean, we were going to talk about that too, but I think knowledge goes a little deep. I think yeah. we might have to go into wisdom another day, but it's a really in-depth conversation. Yeah. And uh, so, so, so we have to talk about what, what is knowledge? What is knowledge? And uh, what are the different um, windows of knowledge? excuse me, that we see the world through. So um, so we as Christians, we look at the world through a biblical perspective. So you can say that we, we look at the world through a sense of scriptural knowledge. And then there's what we deem uh, secular or worldly knowledge, which is what the rest of the world uh, looks at it at. But it's all knowledge nonetheless. It's, it's accumulated um, information about the world that surrounds us. But is our knowledge based on facts? And that's the most important question that you have to ask yourself. Well, and so what type of knowledge? So, so knowledge yeah. is un- the understanding of any subject or object of truth. Any subjective yes. or object of truth. Uh, the actual Oxford Dictionary says that knowledge is facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education. Which, I, that's also some wisdom right there, too. Yeah. The theoretical or practical understanding of a subject. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's the state of awareness and understanding resulting from information which has been obtained or revealed concerning people or objects. So this is these are all examples. So you can you, yeah. you you can know things that aren't objective truths. Like I can yeah. I can you know that I like chocolate. Yeah. You know, you, I might a, like that's but, a subjective. Yeah, truth I might like I might like butter pecan, and that you yeah. might know that. Yeah, but you might I not, love it. Yeah, you might not. You know, I do. And that's true. But I do. It's true in both parts now. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's a subjective. And then you have the objective it, truth. The objective truth. Like, water is liquid. Right. That's an objective truth. So, now, yeah. how, do you, how do we break down um, the... Uh, and and this, is, this is the heart of all disagreement in humanity, is, the, uh, is, is your perspective on what knowledge really is... And, uh, and, and the lens of which you view it through. Right. So, so the way we look at it is knowledge is growing in like the ap- attributes of knowing who God is. Because yeah. true knowing um, is only revealed to us through what God is. Because God is the standard of what truth yes. is. Yes. That revelation um, should bring forth, okay, this is true knowledge. This is factual knowledge. For example, we have the 10 commandments, right? Okay. Um, some people would view them as subjective truth because you have, you have things like thou shall not kill, but fact is people kill, but nonetheless, it's, it's, it's in reference to murder. That's a moral truth. Yeah. That's a moral truth. That's a, that's, that's, that's a, a, a sense of knowledge you're getting from a basis of like a morality standpoint. Right. Like how, how you view the world through through a, um, through a biblical lens in that way. But now, if you look at it in another sense, which I think is interesting, um, like thou shall not kill, like think about the benefits of all the people that are in jail for murder if they would have obeyed that. Right. You would not be in jail for murder. So is there a reason behind it? Yes, there's knowledge of that. And that's when we have to talk about wisdom later on because the wisdom to choose that knowledge choose, is something different. Right, right. But now, so what makes knowledge worthy or unworthy? And okay, I think we should, so, yeah. so we, we can bring it back to the beginning, right? And we mentioned this before. Yeah. And because and God gives us truths and he wants us to believe and, he, and heed these truths for a reason. Yeah. So like the Garden of Eden. Right? Where someone else gave us truths. Right, too. yeah. Well, and there was the all sorts of trees in the garden and one was called the forbidden the tree, knowledge like the, the, the tree of knowledge it was the tree of knowledge of good and evil of good and it evil. wasn't like the tree of knowledge of which ice cream i like so it god's was like, like you can eat off of any tree 
except that one. And she's like, this one? Yes, that one. This one. Yes, Eve, that one. Okay. Just to be sure. Just checking. <laughs> and then and then he's like, right, right. Yo, what's up, Eve? Oh, that fruit looked good, doesn't it? <laughs> like, how did the devil turn into Barry White? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but but the tree's called the knowledge of good and evil. So, and what what did the what did the serpent deceive? What did Satan deceive him? Yeah, so, 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 he, so he said he said, listen, look at it, it; it looks good. Yeah, and that's one thing the Bible says too. Eve noticed the fruit and said that it was pleasing to the eye. Right. You know, and he says, you know. She, she says, no, we can't eat that. God said that if we eat that, we'll die. And he says, God said that? I assure you that if you eat that, you will surely not die. Now, pause there for a minute. Because yeah. The interesting part about yeah. that is that. You should actually go to that. Right. What, what, what Satan was saying in that moment was something that Eve had no comprehension of because she didn't fully understand what God meant he by said, die. Did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And she said, Did yeah, he, say? he said anyone yeah. but this one. She, she, she said, we may eat of the fruit of the tree in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. And she added actually to it. So that's why we in actually... The midst of the, well, the midst no, of she the actually said, neither shall you touch it or you'll die, which God never said that either. Yeah. But we always add things that we think we know. Yeah. That's where we got to distinguish God's knowledge. That's and a really God. good point. Yeah, yeah. We distinguish God's knowledge and our knowledge and what we know, you know. So Eve had no concept of spiritual death because she never knew of evil and death. You didn't know death in the garden. The garden was perfect. It was the only place where heaven met earth. Yeah, he said, you, 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 won't do it. you won't die. You surely won't not die. Yeah, ironically enough, the garden was the place one of the most impactful places of Jesus's ministry where he was speaking to God too. Ironically yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, and he so, was tempted there too. And he was tempted there too as well. That's where yeah. he stomped on the, the head. Yeah. Splat. Well, yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson's version of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that. And yeah. it was like, he was like in the background, he's praying. Have to go and do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, so, but then, but like, like you said, then the, the, the devil, the serpent says, for God knows when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. And he's telling the truth he there. he was not lying. Because that's, that, tree, that tree was going to open their eyes to, what, to know what good and evil is. So Just now, think about this. You have no idea what good and evil is. I mean, we can't Everything even, is good. Yeah, we, well, you can't even imagine what that feels like, right? Yeah. So there's a, there's a really so valid question behind that. Right, so yeah, so when people say, hey, well, then why does God allow evil in the world? Because, see, he, he, and I like, what, I like what JP said about it. What though. did he say? He says, it's not that God would allow evil into the world, but he had to allow the possibility of evil in the world. Our choice. Or else free will wouldn't be free will. Right, our choice. But, but at the same time, like. So how I made my hand look like the yeah. snake when I did that? Yeah, but at the same <laughs> at the same time, it, it, you know, he he says, you know, he knows God knows that your eyes will be open because Absolutely. your eyes will be open. Now you're going to realize. Yeah, and God knew this was going to happen. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, no. And he's like, "Don't eat from that tree." <laughs> yeah, right. Any minute now, she's so gonna go that's for it. that's the difference. With God is is the standard of what knowledge is. Also, like, yeah, he, he knows he's omniscient. 
Yeah. And, um, and, and it's really interesting. So now their eyes open and they say, whoa, we are naked. So yeah. they fashioned some fig leaves together and they made themselves some garments. But why would they think that that was bad? Well, because they've never known shame. Right. Yeah. Right. They never shame. knew shame. It's like, you know, all of a sudden you're like, you know, do you ever walk out the bathroom? Like my wife leaves the door open. I just walk out like, hey, I do that when I get the door open. I do that. I'm like, honey, you know better than to let me walk in front of a mirror. <laughs> right. I don't want to see myself. I just scared myself. Like, oh, who is that guy? What the heck just There's happened? A stranger in my house. Yeah. So yeah. So so then. <laughs> so yeah. I think so. I think it's important, even because we're going to be tempted at times by the way the serpent, the devil, deceived is giving truths yeah so it's how we perceive and know these truths right so i think we need to distinguish like we said between god's knowledge and our own knowledge that's why i think first we have to seek what what god considers what knowledge is even you know? if we don't understand the truth behind it right which is the most difficult part for humans because we feel we have to know everything but i think what's interesting about that moment where they realized they were naked is god says and who told you you were naked and adam's like Oh, it was that woman. <laughs> she did it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, he actually blamed God for it. Yeah, that woman you made. You made you you gave me that woman. I tell you to let that, yeah. I tell you to let that Jezebel into the garden. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. how pretty she is. You know I was going to listen to her. And he knew that too. Like we said, God yeah. is omniscient, which God that's he's all-knowing. He knows yeah, past, God, present, God. future, everything. Exactly. And it's funny because it um it says that uh, they heard the the the, the um, they heard the Lord moving in the midst in the in the early in the cool of the of the uh, evening, was it right? Yeah, cool yeah, yeah. Imagine that. It's like you exist and you you exist in the one place where heaven meets earth, and you have the presence of God. And they're like, "Oh, that's God." Oh, yeah. It's almost so like you hear like, <laughs> Adam. <laughs> Adam, where are you? Yeah, that's what he says. Where are you? Like he didn't know that either. And Adam's like, um, right, um, come, one second, <laughs> one second. Hey, hey, God, I was just, I was just gonna just tell Eve we should probably do coffee today or something. Yeah, God, yeah. Oh, so it says God was walking in the garden, in the cool of the day, in the cool of the day. Yes. And the man and his wife hid themselves in the presence of the Lord among the trees. Hid themselves in the presence. Right. So you ever like you ever like you ever get mad at your kids or like they want to hide and like you see like all they the do is just close their eyes and they just like yeah you see right. the foot sticking out from the end of the bed and you're like I got you now are you gonna you know no it's like <laughs> it's like you. since I can't see you that means you cannot see me and that's what we do to God all the time yeah right like if I choose not to see you if I choose not to exist in your presence if I choose not to pray or see what you're seeking from my life then maybe you won't notice the sin that I'm committing. Right. And we all do it. Right. And then we feel that shame and we want to go hide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got to hide. And you, there's nowhere to and hide. You hide. Well you, well, you think you can hide in your sin. I love how he's like, too. He's like, he was like, you know, oh, you know, we, what do you say? Uh, we were afraid because we were naked. He goes, who told you that you were naked? Man, who told you that you were naked? Come on, Adam. Come on. And like, like he didn't know that either. I love the questioning because God, funny God knows this already, but he's questioning to, to let Adam just try to, you know, hey, yeah. 
how are you going to defend yourself? Exactly. And more evidence of a loving God. God was yeah. like, listen, hey. take those fig leaves off. I got you. Well, that's a picture he, of, of Jesus yeah, covering then, our yes, sins. Covering our yeah. sins. He redressed them. That's, that was the moment of the first sacrifice, too. Right. Right. So then they were, they were covered in animal skins after that. Yeah. And he's like, listen, I got you. you know, it's not too warm, the fig leaves. So, you know, <laughs> I'm going to hook you up with some furs. Right. So understanding knowledge, uh, you know, I thought it's it's good to understand that God's knowledge originates from, from himself. Yeah. So we can't know anything at all unless we know who God is. Yeah, God's sight, um, his knowledge is all part of his glory. Like even like in, a, in, and, a, in like apologetics, let's say, like when somebody says, can, how can you know anything is true? Well, that's, that's our argument against atheists. How can you He's know like, anything that's true? Because we have... A standard yes. by which we live what is true. How yeah. could you know if the, everything was by chance? Yeah, what is your basis for truth? Right. What is, what is your truth founded on? Because like in, in Isaiah 40, 13 um, through 14, it says, "Who this is God's knowledge basically originating himself. Who has measured the spirit of the Lord or what man should show him his counsel? Yeah. Who did he consult and who made him understand? Yeah, okay, yes. I, who I taught him the path of justice and taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? Because some people say, well, I just know it. I just feel it. Well, that's another thing that we believe is that the Bible says that God's law is written on your heart. So why do you feel it? If you don't ask yourself why you feel these things, it's, it's, it's no good to, to adapt to, 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 these, to this reasoning without the actual factual knowledge of that. Right. And so like our, our factual knowledge is biblical, not just because we choose to believe it, but because there is factual evidence of the bible as well this is not just something we choose to believe because it's easy because it's definitely not easy if you if you're a christian you know it's 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 definitely not easy it's the most challenging thing to do to be to say okay every day you have to pick away and become more selfless yeah that's it's it's rough so interesting fact while we're on the topic of facts i looked up the word fact Fact. and i went right to wikipedia don't ask me why and i don't usually roll wikipedia like that but I thought it was interesting. It said, "It's all lies." It's no. all lies. It's all lies. <laughs> it's all lies. A fact is a datum about, like data. Get it? A data. fact yeah, is yeah. a datum about one or more aspects of a circumstance, mm. which, if accepted as true and proven true, allows a logical conclusion to be reached on a true false evaluation. This is the problem of today. Wait, wait, wait. Read that one more time. Run it back. Say Run it, it back. Again, Say preacher. it again. Say it again. Let me just. A fact is a datum about one or more aspects of a circumstance, which, if accepted as true and proven true, allows a logical conclusion to be reached on a true false evaluation. There are which... some things, though, that cannot be proven that are factually true. Give me logic. Okay. Like logic. Reason. Reason, yes. Reason, those, like the, those can't be proven to be factually true because, well, reason is not recognized by people that are unreasonable. That's why, <laughs> you know, logic is not recognized by people that are illogical. That's why. So now, so basically, we're breaking everything down between smart and stupid. No, no. what we're do, what we're doing is, um, well. Uh, I, I, but that you're right. You can't weigh that. You don't have a counterweight you, there's, against there's that. There's certain things in science you can't you can't. It's yeah. not a an ob, science is basically an you can't observable explain fact. Certain things, yes. There's certain things that you cannot observe, but we still take them as truth. Mm -hmm. You, you know? can't. Yeah. You, there's no factual evidence on near death experiences, but yet most of, all the ones I hear about have the same 
things about them. Right. You know, with the same attributes. So what's interesting about this, it says, if proven true allows a logical conclusion to be reached on a true-false evaluation. Now, <laughs> the problem that we're having today is there's a lot of experts that, I mean, I don't really know what makes an expert an expert these days, but it, it's funny because it's more like a matter, a, a number of opinions. Right. Say, so, okay, I have, I have a panel of people that claim to be experts in this area. They believe it, so therefore it's true. That does not make it true. The one thing that makes it true is, uh, is I would say, recorded da data on human behavior. That's what makes a factual thing true. So if I said that, um, well, the color red makes people aggressive. Well, the only way we can factually prove that that makes bulls aggressive. It makes bulls aggressive. But um, so bright colors were were proven. They did a uh, they did a test on that, and a majority, a, a vast majority, of the um, of the people in this hospital in brighter rooms became aggressive, angry, and anxious in rooms with brighter colors. And uh, when they switched the rooms, they put them in rooms that were painted in like neutral colors, like light blue, tan. Mood um, changes the mood. Totally changes the mood. So, so it was it was an experiment on how your environment affects you, yeah. and that became factual evidence that that worked. Now we have factual evidence from two different sides of a political spectrum in the world right now. And now everybody's coming up with their own facts, and that's just that just doesn't work. No, that's why I think we have to distinguish between what we know and then what is actually what what is known, right? Yeah. So, so as Christian worldview, we look at like our standard where we find what we know from you know the Word of God. So, in order for us to then come to a conclusion of what is true, we need to then what what the Bible teaches us to to you know use the mind of Christ, you know, to filter those things through the mind of Christ, you know? See, and, but that's the whole point, filtering them. Yeah. So when you filter something, what do you do? They, the unnecessary elements leave the core of what, what's left behind. That's what's supposed to happen. Right. But even in the church nowadays, that's not happening because people are twisting script. Like there was just this woman in Congress who was making another abortion, um, uh, abortion activism moment happened for her and she took uh she took the scripture uh what's that joshua she was like um that uh you don't know i have the the, the plans that plans i have, I have for, for you, you uh is, strong is to, and courageous yeah it's, it's, it's to not harm you but to right. um i'm blanking out yeah, right yeah, now because yeah, i'm yeah, trying yeah, to think of the person's yeah. name so um yeah she took that and she says we see what god has plans for us before you know he knit us together in our mother's womb so he had plans for us so like she's saying like abortion was part of god's plan no, the Bible is filled with people doing things against no, yeah, God's plan. Yeah. That was our plan. Yeah, that's the, the whole point of what we were talking about in Genesis was, your plan was God had God's a plan, plan, right? We are the ones that screwed it up. Always. Yeah, so, so that's what happens. I mean, that's the whole point. And he knew this, you know, he is omniscient, so he knew the past, present, future. He knew he had to send his son. He knew we were going to screw it up. He knew we were going to, he knew he knews it. He knews it. He knews it all the he time. Knew, he knews it. But we say this on Alathea yeah. Radio all the time because you can't have free will without bad decisions. Yeah. You can't. There's, but not only that, like, think about this. God's, God's knowledge is complete. You know, it says in, like, Matthew where it says he knows, he knows even the, every hair on your head. He, the hairs on your head are numbered. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know those. Some more numbers, than I tell you others, that. but <laughs> some more than others. But but at the same time, so what you're working with. <laughs> but but exactly right though. He he knows all of it, so it, it's almost like his his knowledge is complete. Yeah. So and I love I love this in First Corinthians, um, chapter twelve, verse eight. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit. So, like, <clears throat> so to break that down in, in it simply, I know we're not trying to get too much into wisdom, but... Um, well, it's part of it. It is part of it. Yeah, I mean, everybody has different gifts, and, and, um, and, and the gift of knowledge, like Sean was just saying, has to be filtered. It has to be filtered through the word, uh, through through the word of God, through Christ. So, how do we do that? A lot of times, we like to read a scripture. We say, "Oh, I love that scripture." Well, cross-reference that scripture against something else in the Bible. Yeah. Look for contradictions. I haven't found any. Well, what I do is like you you take you take like uh, you know the justice scale, and you yeah. say, "Okay, he, here's the word, and here's what things are going on. How does that weigh out to what what?" You know, yeah, that I does, know to be true. Yeah, how does it weigh out against everything else in the Bible? If you say, um, like, well, God is not a God of love. Well, show me evidence that he's not a God of love. Yeah, and you people will bring you to things where he, you know, mass genocide and, yeah, and but, things like that. And, but and again, we'll that's a no human, account, human decisions. Yeah. Human decisions. You take no account of those things because it suits how you feel. And the Bible is not based on how you feel, but it's based on the knowledge of what God deems correct. Yeah, it's kind of like my pastor did a, uh, a sermon this weekend on um, God is good. Yeah. All the time. All the time, God is good. I remember know? that from a movie. Yeah. Nah. God is good all the time, not part-time. Not part time, not sometimes, but all the time. God no, but and, and how we can tend to see, hey, you know what? We tend to think you think God is good when things are going great, but at the same time, we don't kind of like what Job did. Even things when going wrong, still had faith that God is good. And we don't do that. We don't seek Him when bad times. Because happen. we know, we think we know mm -hmm. that if I'm going through these hard times, then how could God allow that? How can God be a, a great loving God and allow me to go through these really tough trials? That's my, my earthly knowledge. That's all I know. Yeah. But God knows more than me. So it says, lean out on your own understanding. Yeah. Right? So Proverbs 15, 14, perfect. What you're saying, the mind of the intelligent seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feed on folly. Why? Because fools don't choose to use their mouth. They choose to fill it with things that are regurgitated from other fools. And what happens is the uh, the collection of foolery starts <laughs> to become canon in the secular world. The collection of foolery. That's I made that up. That was the spirit talking, <laughs> just so you know. The collection of so let's, Tom Psalm, foolery. <laughs> Psalm 119. Teach me good discernment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. That has to be a foundation. Now, if you if you ask me, like, well, why do you believe in God's word? I'd say because, uh, why do you believe in the knowledge of the Bible? I say because I believe in the knowledge of God's word. Mm. I have to believe in the knowledge, uh, uh, in, in the commandments of God. Mm-hmm in order to trust the things that he said, in order to see the outcome of the knowledge that he's given me. So when I say, when, when they say, teach me good discernment and knowledge, it's because you have to have good discernment to even understand what knowledge is. And you have to have the belief in the commandments of God in order to see the fruits of his knowledge. 
Mm. It doesn't go the other way around. You actually have to trust in order to have revelation. And that goes in all relationships too. Like if I said to my wife, like, well, like she says, oh, I'm a good cook. And I'd say, I'm not, (laughs) I'm going to McDonald's. I'm not, I'm not trusting her enough to find out. And then I trust her and I say, oh, wow, actually, this is really good. You know what? I can trust her because this food is great. I mean, my food is, is really good too. Even when you have some bad food, you should be able to trust her. "Mm, That's good. (laughs) Let me tell you, um, Mm, look, Elvis. Nah, my wife, my no, wife, my wife could cook with my wife. No, but you know what? Like, what you're just saying, and, and you're reading like from Proverbs and Psalms, but even in the New Testament, I mean, the way yeah. Jesus spoke about um, knowing is we should know his prayer for when, when Jesus prayed in John 17, he prayed yes. that we might know no. him, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom he sent. So, that knowledge is that's the first thing he he prays for us to seek because why why would he say that because the first thing that they realized in the garden right what, you know after is that is the, is the knowledge of good and evil yes at, right what was the curse after that after that there was death mm-hmm. right because it was introduced yeah at that point. and and it was death knowing like most of us put it off and I this is something I and think that's I, also a relational issue too yeah. yeah I think this is something we want to go more into depth in another show is talk about about death but but I think um, I don't want to go too much into it but I think that understanding that we're going to die a lot of us think we don't have this time table that there's going to be one day we're not going to be here we live like we're going to live forever it's like right one day when i get older yeah one well, yeah, no well, yeah there's no guarantee of that but what jesus says in like john 17 he said this this is eternal life so there there is a life after the death he said but this is it is that you may know the only true god and that's and that's the goal yeah and it's not an easy goal because i mean think about that it's death is the one thing that everybody has questions in common about. Right. You know, which is the why which is why um belief systems are so uh persecuted um against each other too as well, but like that that's why having uh, a worldview that that talks about heaven that um that talks about a god, someone that has got you regardless. Yeah. It's difficult for a lot of people. You know, Paul um, says this in 1 Corinthians, and he explains it in this way. He says that it's uh, t- uh, 1 Corinthians 2, 12 through 16. It says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom. So it's, it, mm. it, it can't be taught in human wisdom, but in those taught by the spirit. Combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. So we're not talking about knowledge as far as what we would know as physical and earthly things. We're talking spiritual. He says, but a natural man does not accept these things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Something what you said read in, in yeah. Proverbs. Yeah. And he's and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised. But he who is spiritually appraised appraises all things, yet he himself is appraised by no one. That's kind of what I was just going into, uh, like first John. But yeah, I mean, spiritual knowledge, um, I mean, can you really explain spiritual knowledge in some senses? That's a difficult category uh, to, to that, break down. It's, especially when That's it's, a revelation from it's God. It's a personal revelation yeah. from God. It's also a, 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 a community revelation because we have the Bible, so that's that was God's revelation. That, us as Christians, we believe that, that 
that the Bible is the revelation. It is yes. the living word. Yes, I, I totally believe that, and only because it works. And that's what, that's what I would say to people. I would say that um, in order to understand uh, someone else's spiritual revelation, spiritual knowledge level, you'd have to understand that we're all falling very short to begin with. It's a very difficult conversation to have to express in some senses. Because if you think about this is the God that created the universe, everything that exists in it. He has knowledge of all things, from the creation of all things, to how these things work, to the destruction of them, to the rebirth of them, and so on and so forth. What does our knowledge look like compared to his? His knowledge is part of his glory, which is why it's so difficult in the Bible when you see everybody who even tried to look at him. Like, I, I, you know, one guy got vaporized. The other guy's like, his back was turned towards me, as Isaiah, right? His back was turned towards me, and I still couldn't even look at him because I felt like, number one, I felt I hated myself. Number yeah. two, it was just too much for me to handle. His knowledge of everything is something that is so far beyond our comprehension that the word of the Bible will constantly have to be read for all eternity to even, oh, even get keep a, us comfortable. Go, the way I, I picture the way I picture that, and I, and it was a song. I think I forget what song it is, but it, but it reminded me of like the the vast the vastness of the the scriptures and that was when you stand on this great ocean like the atlantic ocean and all you have is your toe in this ocean and that's about all you're gonna get from when you have this vast ocean from god i feel cheated (laughs) you you know i feel like i want to get baptized but where but where is like what proverbs 1 7 says yeah the beginning of knowledge the beginning of the fear of the Lord, Lord, is, Lord is knowledge. Yeah, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of it's knowledge. The fear of the Lord to begin. Sorry, I so, butchered that. Yeah, that's all right. But but that's what it is. I mean, in order for us to understand, is why why would I? And that's mentioned multiple a lot in the Bible, not just in Proverbs. It's me- yeah. mentioned like a bunch of times in Proverbs, but it's mentioned a lot in the Old Testament about about having this fear, it's this reverence, reverence for the Lord. Like this is the beginning of knowledge. Like okay, listen, I don't know. I gain a sense of humility from that. And through that humility, I remain open to receiving what he's giving me. Yeah, because I think one of the most important things to know is is that that reverence, right? It's it's what Jesus said about what eternal life is. Because you're either going to spend eternity from uh, in the presence of God or not in the presence of God. Yeah, and our, pres- our in the presence of God moments are so impactful here on earth. Oh, they yeah. really are. Because oh, yeah. we're bringing the heavens to earth, and this is what Jesus called us to do, and we really share these amazing moments, but it's nothing like actually being in his presence. First John 3, 2, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him, because we will see him just as he is. The gl- his because glory. otherwise you couldn't stand in front of him, you couldn't even be a part of that glory. Yeah. And like, and we see glory as like what normal people say in the movies, like, like glory, oh, the glory of the battle, <laughs> yeah. Achilles, glory, the glory will last you a thousand years, my blonde-haired Brad Pitt-looking <laughs> friend. But let me tell yeah. you, there is no glory like understanding God's glory and understanding that you yourself know nothing. Yeah, it's interesting because I was reading this. Um, 
um, this thing in the encyclopedia, and it was basically, I think it was the Baker Encyclopedia, but I wrote it down. It was, it was to know involves the whole being, and it is not simply an action of the mind, I or mind. To know something is to, to the way the Bible describes it, it's the heart, which is usually identified as the soul of the person, you yeah. know? And yeah, that's usually what the reference of heart yeah, is. And, yeah, and, and in order to know something, that's why even in the Bible, to know a woman intimately is is that too because you're you're to sharing knowledge of that woman yeah because you're sharing something that is soulful it's of of the heart you know the heart of a person it's not just the mere something in your mind or your eye but it's something beyond that which it's is the spiritual most intimate relationship you could have with somebody to to have a soul bond with somebody and um and and invite that into that bond to to invite Jesus into that bond yeah you know that's the most um intimate you can get with God and and the um and just being thankful of the relationships that he has to invite him in to these relationships to say like okay like God I need you to sit between us right now because she looks like she's gonna throw something at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well I need the armor of God at this moment, please. Yes, I'll take the shield to start. Yeah. I'll just hide my legs behind it until she's done. But um but no but but uh but to have the intimacy with God and uh and to really seek the knowledge of what he's trying to tell us. I, I mean, although difficult, um, I, I don't know a thing in the world that has ever been beneficial to my life that wasn't difficult. Yeah. And like I said, knowing th- the, these things is, is not merely something like they say it's facts, something observable, something you can like, hold on to. Not all the time. Knowing something, you can know something. Like mm-hmm. when you know God, it's it's you can't sit there and prove it. You can't hold on to it. You can't, but you know it in your soul. And, and I think that's the important. You know thing. it in your heart when you engage with people, um, and you're a very knowledgeable person. When you engage with people to say, okay, is this factual knowledge that I'm speaking of, or is this uh, subjective knowledge? that I myself have experienced and I would really struggle to, um, to explain right now. Yeah. Because I think, I think that's an important balance to have during a conversation, but I find out what's happening a lot in conversations today is that, is that we think a lot of our knowledge is factual when it's not, it's experiential. Yeah. Is that a word? Experience. Yeah, it sounded, really it good. is now. So, um, but it's but it's based on experience. Yeah, and uh, and you enter a conversation. A lot of times we enter a conversation as is, as if our experience dictates the laws of fact, and and it's just not true. And so we go and say, well, according to my experience, I feel that this group was hateful towards me. So you get into a group with people, and you automatically assume they're hateful because you're basing it on a subjective sense of knowledge. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and and when you look at factual knowledge and you look at at, uh, at what it boils down to, you have a choice. You could say, I'll accept this knowledge as being factual or I'll accept it as being, sub- as being subjective to my perspective. And then those lines get really, really blurred when you become over-emotionally allow these things to happen, which is why the Bible promotes you to live based on the knowledge of God, on the truth of God, and not on your emotions because your emotions will lie to you. Yeah, definitely. And But it will... It will, but you, you also have have that experience of uh, of God through through your emotions as well. Yes, I know and through but, a relationship. But, but that's also based on what what are the fruits of spirit? The fruits yeah. of the spirit: patience, kindness, 
You know, you have a whole yeah. list of, of these amazing qualities yeah. of the fruits of the Spirit that, that are showing you that they're of the Holy Spirit. You will Spirit. know them by and the fruits. fruits. Yes. And right. the things that are not of the Holy Spirit, there goes those emotions that mislead you. So when you have anger, rage, confusion, you're not at peace, those are not fruits of so the Spirit. So think about these things when you're driving on the expressway. And you say, hey, you dang idiot. <laughs> you're not supposed to turn there. You're not supposed to block the turning lane. Like somebody sitting in this room right now. <laughs> oh, Lord, you're forgive us. You're lucky you're driving a Hyundai. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think uh, ending the knowledge, knowing knowledge, I think first yeah. we need to have that relationship with God in order for us to even, like it says, fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So before we can even seek to know anything, I think we need to seek him yes, first. Yes, and I won't butcher yeah. that verse again. The fear, the Lord fearing the knowledge of the, what you know, <laughs> I, I just destroyed it. But yeah. anyway. But anyway. So next week, we're going to be talking about wisdom. Uh, something good coming up in the weeks following after. So get yeah. ready for that. Stay tuned, people. Yes, we're going to be talking about wisdom. The qualities of wisdom. Why it was referred to she in the Bible. And all the good stuff yeah. surrounding it. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Uh, don't forget to tune Might in. Might be coming to a neighborhood near you. Oh, we will be knocking on your door. Yeah. <laughs>